Monster Pulse. Monster Pulse. Monster Pulse. This is this is episode number one of Monster Pulse. That's right. <laughs> episode one. I am Chris Pagnosi. And I'm Zach Cannon. Zach Cannon. You're lucky you have a very easy name, Zach Cannon. No yeah. one ever has to be like, am I saying that right? Zach Cannon. Zach Cannon. Yeah. Chris Pagnosi. People like, ask me to repeat it all the time. Yeah? Do they ask you to repeat Pagnosi? Uh, no, I just think they, they go right, they go <laughs> yeah. right by it. Like, uh, yeah, Chris, that's fine. Yeah, We're, it's, we'll, it's, let's move on. Um, so what are we doing here, Chris? We are doing this new podcast. Is that right? And it is a weekly podcast. I where, would love to be involved. Uh, when when are you free? Uh, how about right now? Let's <laughs> okay. try. Let's give it a Let's, shot. I think we're recording right, this right now. Um, this is a weekly podcast, horror podcast. Yes, where we we talk about stuff that's going on, stuff that we've seen, mm-hmm. um, stuff we we'd like to see. Yeah, there's really? lots of that. There's a lot of there's stuff out there I want to see. That's yeah. for sure. And maybe that loops back into like just the news, horror news. Yeah. Um, but um, I thought for episode number one here that we would uh, just kind of talk about like who we are and what type of horror we like. Ooh, so the yes. audience might be able to relate with us a little bit better. Okay. Like, for example, do you yeah. remember the very first horror movie you saw? As a I kid? absolutely do. Okay. And let me tell you this. All right. <laughs> My father is a messed up person. Can we curse on this thing? Absolutely. All right. Fuck yeah. My father is a messed up person. Okay. And when I was probably, I would say... This movie came out in, in the 80s, so the second one, I'm talking of Child's Play. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Child's Play used to frequently come on TV, mm-hmm. and he would mess with me, and if I were, say we went out to dinner, mm-hmm. and I didn't thank, the, this happened, I didn't thank the waitress for bringing my food or something, or I ordered something without a please or thank you at the yeah. end of it, then later that night, I would get one of two things. Either I would go in his room and hug my dad goodnight. And he would say, you know, at dinner tonight, you didn't thank the waitress. And then you kind of hug me a little tighter. And on the return on the remote, it would flip the channel and it would be Chucky, like beating a teacher with a ruler. And that's one of my earliest horror memories. Oh, my God. And he had this queued up. He he knew he was sick. He used to do this with Tales from the Crypt, too. The intro, that Danny Elfman uh, long panning intro into the Tales of the Crypt. It's one of my my favorites. Oh, great, great. I love it now. Yeah. But at uh, five or six, it was (laughs) traumatizing. Extremely traumatizing. So that would be my answer. So uh, it's a fair assumption that your dad likes horror. Yes. And that's, yeah, Yeah. kind of why. Yeah, I think, yeah, maybe. A little twisted, right? (laughs) A little twisted. Not the best parenting, but it was the 90s. (laughs) You know, yeah. it was the nineties. What yeah. about you? What's your oh, earliest? Well, I, I don't think my parents, I, well, they don't like horror movies. No okay. one in my, my family does. Um, and for me, it was because I had a very responsible babysitter oh. who, um, put on a nightmare, um, a nightmare on Elm street, ah. the first one. And yes. I was immediately hooked. Yeah. And then after that, I remember just being the kid who would, um, stay up late. Everyone's asleep and just go downstairs, turn on HBO, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Um, in, into high school when like all the other kids were, were doing stuff that was fun outside, I would be home watching horror movies on Friday and Saturday night. You've got like, um, like Svengoolie and stuff like yeah, that. Sven, like, Svengoolie. Like late, late night Elvira. Like Svengoolie. Kind of yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, here, uh, USA, uh, up all night. Oh, okay. Um, Rhonda Shear was the host of that and she would just, you know, host, um, horror films. So, I mean, I, I was, I was hooked. I'm, I'm still yeah. hooked. I'm, yeah. st- I'm so hooked that I decided to do. This, uh, this horror podcast. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There's something great about it, about the horror genre, I think, in yeah. particular. It, uh, 
it can be very attached as well as self-detached, such as like drama. When you get in a drama film, Mm -hmm. you almost always are kind of, you walk out of there feeling one certain type of way, which is usually either like you're empathetic towards the character or you're taken back, you know, in a certain way. And I think horror is interesting about that because one audience can go there and be like, for like, even like, especially now, because horror is becoming a totally unique genre. Yeah. Like like get out. back. Like get out, you know? Yeah. One person could walk in to get out and they could be like, I don't get it. It didn't like what, you know? Yeah. No, that wasn't dummies. scary. A bunch of dummies. And it's like, no, it's not about being scared. Like, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I do. And it, so like, I think that's an interesting thing. And I think that has been happening for a while, but it's definitely happening a lot now. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I completely agree. It's, I mean, what is it? the temperature is, is right. It, mm-hmm. It's um, right now. Social horror is just, yeah. It's important. Every day. It happens every day. It's great. It's very important. Great tool. Great tool. Very important. We are all living. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, But we we were in in Chicago and um, two of my favorite horror films of all time, uh, Child's Play was was shot here, took place here, and Candyman. Yeah. Arguably one of the best horror films of the 90s. Mm -hmm. And there was something about those movies as a kid too, which, I mean, I grew up in the suburbs, but it it added that extra layer to Chicago that I I just fell in love with the city. I I knew I was going to go to school there, live there. Yeah, it's a familiar almost grittiness that they had of it. It was like, it was more of like you were seeing a cement and you're seeing concrete yes. and that's a lot of the background. Yeah. It's a lot of these abandoned buildings Correct. and this graffiti and it's just... Yeah, well, it, that was a uh, Candyman 90s? Yeah, Candyman, right? I don't know was, the exact yeah. year, but... Early night. Yeah, early, early yeah. 90s, definitely. Um, but you're, you're absolutely right. It, it you know, took place in, in the city and, and everything you were familiar with uh, was, was being afraid of like the suburbs mm-hmm. or the woods. Exactly. So yeah, that, that was, you know, it's an excellent point. Mm-hmm. Um, or you had that like, um, you ever seen a, a ghost story? It's just called Ghost Story, I believe. It, uh, it's like a, it's that like, um, almost like the beginning of The Exorcist when they're mm-hmm. all having the party. Oh, right. And right. I feel like that was like the scene. It was almost like they used the clue mentality for writing scripts. It oh. was like, it was always like this big Victorian house and there's maybe a ghost. Right. Or you right. know what I mean? Like that was like the starting of yeah. it. Yeah. And that, you know. The ghost ahead. story, is that relatively new or? No, that's no. old. That's like 80s and okay. it's weird. It's like a bunch, it's a ghost story. Oh, like that's exactly what it's called. And it's. And that's what, that's why we're doing this also. That's I, right. I, I want to yeah, see that film Yes, now. there we go. Yeah, that, that, that reminded this. me of the, the film House. Yes. Although it kind of removed, um, you know, it was William Cat, who was the star of Greatest American Hero, um, inherited his aunt's house and it, the the unknown, but it was the suburbs. It was, yeah. you know, the house was, was obviously haunted. But that, that's that's like going back to, to just the suburbs in general. It's such an interesting thing that you look at the 80s and a good amount of horror films took place. Oh, well, sure. even late seventies, you've got yeah. Halloween. Uh, so that, so hold on, let's, let's hold up. Please. So the, the, this is the great thing about this podcast Yeah, is that there's so many things that we can even take without even getting into what type of horror film it is. We yeah. could be like, okay, here are the horror films in a house. You're right. Here are the horror films in the suburbs. You're right. <laughs> you know, here are the camp ones. There's, we, yeah. can, we go every to, I, Every uh, plot, the, yeah. These setting. are just these weird subgenres yeah. of the the horror genre. Um, that's that's absolutely yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, we could go just like Chicago horror films. Maybe yeah. we should do an episode in the future where it just breaks down like best uh, suburban horror films. Yeah. Which you could say that 
Get Out could be at the top of that list now. Sure, that the intro sure. to that film made the suburbs even scarier once again. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you got your Freddy Kruegers, your Michael Myers. I mean, Jason kind of stayed out of the suburbs. He, he did terrorize Manhattan once. But yeah, um, yeah ooh, that's ooh, interesting. I think I, I think I feel a monster pulse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that, that title, yeah, and really quick, let me tell you, the reason I came up with that title was, you know, because a, a monster being a, um, like a one-off of my overall production company that I'm creating, Sea Monsters, mm-hmm. Monster, and yes. then Pulse being the pulse of what's well, going how on. How can I follow them on Instagram? Um, on that? Instagram, it's Sea yeah. Monsters Films. That's right. uh, on yeah. Twitter, it's Monster C. I love that account. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I go there frequently. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get yeah. it. I'm, I'm creating some social for for Monster Pulse as well. But uh, I had a friend um, at Bossman Graphics create the logo for this show, um, and it is maybe my new favorite thing. Yeah, it's it's in the vein of EC Comics and uh, a little taste of the Tales from the Crypt. So, yeah. um, I'm gonna plug him in some links later to to follow his his accounts because he does rad stuff. That's right. Click below. Click below on this podcast. <laughs> this, yeah, this podcast is going to be everywhere. I don't know. You're listening to it right now. I don't know where you found it, but thank you. Um, okay, let's 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 jump yeah. into some some stuff that I I just saw okay. uh, in the news that jumped out at me that um, I want your your opinion on. Yeah. Um, recently, Jason Blum of Blumhouse, who did Get Out and the upcoming Halloween. Yep. Um, did a Q&A session on his Twitter account and he basically just sort of opened the doors for people to ask him, you know, anything. And they, a lot of, a lot of um, fans took the opportunity to ask him about what other franchises he might Ooh, want to. Yeah. Okay. Might, he might want to reboot after mm. Halloween, which is also like, I, I mean, yes. I want Halloween to be great, but maybe let's not have him start picking up other franchises before we see Halloween. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But he said that he is, um, Friday the 13th is something he for sure wants to do, but Ooh. is having trouble picking up the um, the rights to it. It's sort of in this legal hell right now. Okay. But what is your opinion on, I don't know how you feel about Jason Voorhees, but on, say, Jason Blum, I don't know if they would reboot the whole thing, if they do a continuation. Yeah. How do you feel about them rebooting uh, these major characters? So I think that... Eh. My, all right, my issue was with Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Was it was a little bit done by time I got of age to enjoy it. Yeah. So yeah. it became more camp, like in no pun intended, <laughs> no, no, but pun campy. Intended. Yeah. Pun intended. Yeah. It became campy. And I think that was their, like, I'm not saying that that's not what they were going for because I think they kind of were. Yeah. You know, oh, by, you know, the, end, in, by the end, yeah. the end, it was kind of, you know, he had done everything. He had killed. I mean, Jason goes to hell. He was you in know space. I mean? He was in space. <laughs> Jason X. I mean, it just, and, yeah, um, good point. So I think that what we're at now is like, if there's anything that I liked about, like mostly from the Rob Zombie Halloweens, mm-hmm. it was that Rob Zombie showed us what Michael Myers was like growing up. And yeah. he made you almost in a way be like, holy shit, this is why he's so twisted is because of this backing. So maybe... You know, I'm not saying that we need to see a Jason goes to camp day one story, right. but I think that with these audience, like the audiences that we're getting today, it's going to be passed off as like, you know what I mean? Like That's a good point. I mean, so yeah, this, I mean. You got to care. You got to yeah, care. You're right. And does this new generation of horror fans, do they care? Right. About um, Jason Voorhees. Yeah, that's very interesting. With, I, with the Michael Myers Halloween that's coming out, um, 
obviously I, I really like Danny McBride. So that's, uh, that's a good plug and for me just to even get yeah. in there because Jordan Peele showing you that you don't have to stick to one genre. You know what I mean? Like, Correct. You, yeah. You branch and, out. And the director, David Gordon Green, who has done these amazing indie films with Danny McBride in the right. past, um, is just phenomenal. I, I trust him. Yeah. And, uh, Pineapple that, Express, right? Pineapple yeah. Express. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the thing, I, I really liked that move on, I don't know if it was Jason Plum's idea. Let's give him credit yeah. for picking somebody like a David Gordon Green. So if you were to tell me that they were going to redo Friday the 13th with say a, a Jordan Peele sure. or somebody like Ryan Johnson, who's, I mean, I don't know, he's, you know, he's doing Star Wars stuff now, but, um, I, I think I would get excited about yeah. that. Um, Ryan Johnson, what else has he directed? He did, um, really great indie film called Brick. Okay. And then he did Looper. He did Looper oh, okay. with, um, with Bruce uh, Willis yeah. and Jason, um, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Right, right. Um, I haven't seen that yet. I've never watched that. And Looper? Everyone, every time I, somebody brings that up, I people love it. Yeah, I liked it. You liked it? His first film. Uh, I don't think it's his first film, but Brick. Check out Brick, also okay. starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's a great, uh, like a film noir. Okay. Um, but I could see, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go into a list of directors yet. Like, I mean, I think it'd be really cool to just find like a, a, another young indie film director if you were going to give them okay. something. And and also I think Jason Blum likes picking these directors who can do something on a small level. Right. You know, it doesn't need to be, yeah. so maybe, maybe Ryan Johnson was a bad example because now he's in the Dude, Star, Wars Star Wars universe. Um, he also said that he would be interested in picking up the rights to Scream, Oh, Alien, wow, and even The Crow, mm. which The Crow, they were already in the process right. of remaking with right. Jason Momoa. Yeah. From um, Game of Thrones, and he's got that Frontier. I think it's what is it called on, on Netflix? But um, that sort of just disappeared, and I think Jason Momoa. Oh, really? I think they, they all like the director. I forget who directed. Um, everyone like sort of like abandoned ship on that one. But um, I, I mean, and that was so. My question is, do we need any more Alien films? I I didn't yeah. even see the one with coming back to Danny McBride. Yeah. Um, Alien. Mm-hmm. The one with the white Co- xenomorph. It, yeah, uh, Alien. The Covenant. Am I? Did I just make that, that right? Mm, Covenant, a terrible horror. Film. I don't know. Ah, it's more sci-fi horror. Yeah. Um, but Scream, I'm I kind of wouldn't mind seeing that. some more Scream films. They did the uh, they did that TV show. I never watched any. I never of that. watched that either. Never watched I don't that. think that was marketed towards me. If no. you put something on MTV, I'm a little too old for that now. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, yeah, definitely more. I think for a teenage audience. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I just don't know if we need more alien films. Yeah. It's again, it's one of those things where it's like, is it going to be that same old re, you know, rehash where it's like, right. okay, now this is right. But I mean, I guess I could be, I don't know, opening a can of worms here. Like do, do, should we be remaking this stuff? I know everyone's excited about Halloween. I mean, yeah. I think that's one of those people weren't upset when they were, I mean, especially with the names attached to it. Um, but I mean, do you dare try to continue the Scream franchise? I mean, yeah. do you dare bring Jason Voorhees back if it's not like, yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I mean, certainly everything's been done. It's how you do it. And Hollywood is really into remaking everything. Yes. Certain horror films I could see doing, but these big franchise characters, look at what they did a few, I mean, that wasn't a few years ago, but they did try to remake. Well, I was just going to bring this up. Are you talking about the Nightmare for Elm Street? Yes. Friday 13th. Yes. I mean, Jackie Earl Haley was yeah. great getting actor, his, getting his career back. He just did, you know, Watchmen wasn't too much yeah. before that. And then it just kind of, 
And they kind of did the same thing where they kind of showed you more of how Freddy, the person Freddy was before, right. you know, right. more of the, the demon, you know, or whatever the you call him. Yeah. Right. Um, but that's exactly my point. Yeah. Not everyone loved it. I didn't love it. I, I just recently, Robert England, um, said that if, if you're going to redo, um, I think he said, even if they were like back when they were making the, um, Elm Street films, he would have liked to have seen other actors play Freddy Krueger. Oh, wow. And I think if they ha- had done that back then, it may have been a little bit more appropriate to recast Freddy Krueger now. Yeah. Um, wow. But yeah, I mean, that's that's my my point. That w- didn't work. Maybe, I don't know why. I mean, Freddy is interesting though because with with the new Halloween, we have their take, this is considered in his mind the third film. Yes, they're taking correct. They're taking over from the second Halloween mm-hmm. before they did Season of the Witch. So, it's just season of the witch. Actually, that's a right? good that season of the witch. Season yeah. of the witch. Is that's the third, the third film. So, with Freddy's though, what I was gonna say though, hold on, hold the thought. Well, please. The uh, the Freddy like Freddy Krueger was the perfect character to still sell tickets with it being silly. He made yes. puns. And he, he was made, a comedian. He, made, he was a comedian. Yeah. He made they were they wrote that character to be funny. Yeah, because they knew what they were doing. Right. Unlike Jason Voorhees, who's still doesn't not, speak, doesn't speak. Doesn't speak. And same thing so, with Michael Myers. Same with Michael Myers. He doesn't speak. So he does, they don't have that chance Yeah, where it's like, you know, now they're just trying to think of more creative ways for, to kill people. Right. You right. know? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I, if anything, I'd like to hear them out. Say he does get the, uh, Friday the 13th rights. I'd like to hear him out. Like, what are you going to do with it? Cause I think they did the right thing with Halloween and, but it was because of the filmmakers coming in and saying, we're pitching you. We want to make this film. This is how we're going to do it. And it's like, okay, you just said the right thing. Yeah. Um, just, uh, I'm going to throw this out there. I please. think Will Arnett would be great as Freddy Krueger. I, I could just picture him. That's a great doing call. All those lines. He, he like, you watch Rick and Morty, scary Terry. Um, you know what? It's don't hate but me. You, I, you know what I'm talking about yes. though, right? The, yes. the play they do on that. Or just, you just, you can run, but you can't hide, bitch. And that's yeah. like all he says. I think that's an that's, excellent. Yeah. I, I hadn't even thought like who would be a good. That's a that's a really good pick a, pick a comedian. See yeah. how it goes. It's I mean, scary. If this was a call in show, I'd say, hey, call in. Who? who, <laughs> who? <laughs> Welcome back to the the nineties. Call in. Yeah. Let us know who you think yeah. would make a good Freddy, <laughs> Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I would love to hear that. That love would to be hear great. I mean, I mean, I guess I could I could create a Facebook page where people could just there you go. Or you know what? I we I did create an email for this. Monster Pulse Podcast at gmail.com. Okay. If you're listening to this and you've got a better person than than Will Arnett to play Freddy Krueger, email us. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. We will we will talk about it some more. Um, I also wanted to talk about um Chance the Rapper's new film, yeah. Slice. The trailer. Do people still say dropped? It <laughs> no yeah. one's saying, hey, the, the, did you see that trailer that was just uploaded? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it, it dropped. dropped. It dropped. Um yesterday and i think it looks very fun it does um it looks very fun uh, werewolf film love chance the rapper um i you know the thing i was thinking though when i was watching the trailer was that it almost looked like a parody yeah you know it almost felt like a music video yeah that yeah. was doing something in the style mm-hmm. of so i am kind of curious how it's going to feel when it like when it comes out or uh I don't know. I mean, I, I want it to be good. Obviously, I yeah. love I love werewolves. 
Um, that was a great cast. You've got Paul really Shear in there. Yeah, really good cast. Chris Parnell, yeah. we heard, and you saw. I, uh, yeah. Um, I, I guess, you know, I'm a little scared that people are just trying to jump on the horror bandwagon right now, sure. which, I mean, it happens in every decade or every genre that, that gets popular. Yeah. People want to be a part of it. I'd like to believe that Chance is a, a horror fan, though. Yeah. Um, what did you? Th- what was your overall take on that trailer? Immediately, yeah. as soon as I saw the beginning of it, I thought thriller. Oh yeah, the, yes. like the yes. it, John Landis, very, yeah. very eighties, and then you got the kid from Stranger Things in there. So <laughs> yeah, then, what's his name? You know his name? I don't remember. Oh, He's from Chicago, I believe. He's from as well. Arlington Heights, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't think of his I, name. Yeah, it I'm slips me bad right now. With references right but, now, uh, but yeah, it, it looked very like you said. It's like thriller. That's it, a good point. I think Stranger Things did a lot for what we're going for too. A lot of yeah. you, you see a lot more of that like. That style, that but it's style. it's that um, retro feel. Mm-hmm. You know, this film I'm yeah. sure it takes place today. Yeah. Felt I I guess I mean anytime you build something around a pizza place, I'm thinking how popular they were in the in the 80s 90s. Yeah. Domino's Pizza Hut. Right. Um, yeah, you're right though. It did feel kind of like Thriller. Yeah, it's a little like, retro. Maybe it's just that whole musical in, influence on it. Yeah. And he helped produce this as well. Is that right? Uh, I think you're right. Yeah. I believe you're right. I, I remember hearing about this a while back, a few months. Same, as soon as yeah. it, it came out, I was I was then remembered um, that this was even happening. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I hope it's good. It's been a long time since I've seen a good werewolf yeah. film. Um, that's, a, that's a good topic of conversation. What is um, in your mind a monster you'd like to see get like another chance at a, like a franchise because clearly zombies have been done yes. maybe done to yes. pun intended death but yeah. i would um like to hear your thoughts on that um hmm. i was just thinking about tough. this the other day and for me it's, it's vampires. vampires i haven't seen here's the thing about vampires yeah. I, I love them yeah uh n- not scared of them at all no i don't think they've been scary since maybe you were a kid i think they were maybe you <laughs> glamorized and um, sexualized in movies like Twilight. Oh, of course. Um, True Blood. True Blood. But I'd definitely. really like to see somebody come out with a new, and, and I could be wrong. There there could be some some great films I don't know about that are out about vampires right now. But yeah. um, I'd really like to see a good, scary, you know who, who did a really good job, I thought, in that style and tone was um, 30 Days a Night. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 30 Days a Night was good. I thought that it, I haven't watched it in a minute though. So I don't know how same, it holds up. Same, I haven't but seen I it But I remember either. when I saw it, I was like, that was good. That was well yeah. done. Yeah. They were in Alaska, I believe. They right? were in Alaska and, was and it was that, thing. yeah, it was a period of time where right. the, the sun's down. What a great, I, I yeah. think, I think I'm pretty sure it was a graphic novel. I Okay. Um, And I think we need to look at more graphic novels for ideas instead of maybe remaking films yes i believe the last vampire movie i saw was my little vampire with the little kid from jerry Maguire. is that right <laughs> that was uh that was the last one that yeah, i remember being scared the about human head weighs yeah, x yeah. amount of pounds yeah um uh-huh. yeah uh, yes exactly <laughs> yeah that's, that's a good one. funny i don't think i i think i missed that one you missed that one i missed that one i think the, 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 the last time up. i'd like to see another blade film but i think um which yesterday was the 20th anniversary of blade oh wow yeah i know no, it makes you feel old. Um, Wesley Snipes is clearly not old. Uh, I think he, he would make a, a new Blade movie. <laughs> you think so? I would think he would make a Blade movie in a heartbeat. Although I I, I think I'd heard something recently about um, 
the the uh, the idea of of bringing like the Blade franchise back with a, a new um, younger actor. Sure. Um, bringing it back with um, because I think that was a comic book as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Blades. Blade is Marvel, I believe. Is it? I think so. You know what? And maybe that's I, why I this came is. up is like the acquisition of like Fox. Which also they have another uh, Marvel vampire, and his name is. More Morbius, 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 and I and they were talking about Jared Leto playing that him. That is true. So we'll see what that yeah. happens. The you know. the living. I think I think you're right. Um, which is also another thing that I don't want to get into because this is not a superhero <laughs> podcast. But why do they always like? You already have an actor playing a he the Joker. You got, you got he's the a Joker. Joker. You got the yeah. Joker. You you, you got you money like... for being a shitty Joker, <laughs> yeah. and and now he's going to get money for doing this. And it, it's just yeah. you know it's like how many you know. Let's branch out a little bit. You're absolutely correct. I'm not saying he won't do a good job. No, it should be like, you know, when uh, as an actor, you go in for an audition and if it's say it's for like a um, um, pain medication. Yeah. If you had done, say, an Advil commercial, you can't do this other brands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that should be applied should be. to, you're right. You're absolutely uh, right. again, actors who have played a superhero. Yeah. With the exception, though, I will say that Ryan Reynolds <laughs> yeah. has made yeah. and and, and Chris um, Chris Evans was was uh, Fantastic Four and jo- Josh Brolin was in Deadpool. You're right, but but that's so. just it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Is give like, some other actors yeah, a chance. Like, what the hell? Anyway, all right, back to horror. <laughs> yeah, we got into yeah, it. You didn't di- want to digress. I'm um, sorry. Um, you're right. So maybe maybe this this Morbius could be a good vampire. I, I just yeah. don't think it'll be scary. No, um, it probably won't. It'd be campy too. But um, yeah, I want to I want to go back to the days of the Lost Boys and um, Fright Night. Yeah, Fright Night is still holds up as, in my opinion, oh, as a great film. One hundred percent, great film. Never saw the second one. Never um, did see the second I did one. a long time ago, and I'd love to um, rewatch it. Um, I did watch the Colin Farrell Fright Night. It's bad. Yeah, did not enjoy it. I did too. You know what? He's not scary. No. Um, and also, don't remake that. That was uh, well, what, who is that? Andy McDowell, right? That was Andy McDowell as. Uh, in Fright Night, right? He was the vampire. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Um, <laughs> it's good stuff. Tom Holland directed it. Directed Child's Play. Child's Bringing play. it back to Child's right. Play. There we go. Boom. Here we go. <laughs> um, some news um, as far as remake. This isn't remaking, but this is an, an, an adaption. Uh, Guillermo del Toro is making. Did you ever read the book uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? Of when course. You were a kid? Yeah. I, yeah. Um, you know, they just started shooting this week. Right. Guillermo del Toro. This is. I'm extremely excited. Same here. Same extremely here. This excited. this I'm I'm into. I support 100% because it's a kid's book. I will say. Oh, you're going to say something. No, go, go ahead. That there's a. Um, this is what the film was described as. The thriller follows a group of young teens who must solve the mystery surrounding sudden and macabre deaths in their small town. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that puts me off about that is that that's everything yeah, right everything. now. That sounds it's like Stranger exactly Things. What we were just talking yeah. about. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I loved that book. Yeah, me too. Um, as a kid, scared the shit out I'm of me. admitting this right now, and I should apologize to my town's library, but I never returned my copy <laughs> of that. I remember checking that book out putting it under my bed and hiding it. And then years later, forgetting about it, finding that book, I should just return it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you should. I should, but it's so, I, I should buy it. It's probably the same old lady back there. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, I never thought it would be bad. <laughs> You're like, I, I, know, like, yeah. I didn't expect you to be here. So yeah, you right. are starting to look like the images inside <laughs> of this book. 
There's three of them. There's yes, three of those. There books. are more and, scary and stories, and they're all they're all really good. I think. I think they're and I, the. I think what I'm most excited for is I know Guillermo del Toro will look at those illustrations and do them justice. Yes, he will make Correct. them. He will do a good. He will job. bring those to life. Yes, and he. I. I'm a sucker for him. I'm a. I. Same. I. Even like. Uh, what is that? Uh, what is that one film he did? Is not. What is it called? Crimson Peak. No, no. Chronos? <laughs> is that what it's called? It's an old one. Oh, um, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I have a brain fart. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, though. It was one of his first ones. It was early on Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. This is like when he. It was like back in the Mothman days. Didn't he do Mothman? Yeah. Um, early, again, 90s stuff. I have a device here. Okay. What are you using? What is that thing? It's um, an iPhone. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that looked familiar. Yeah. I, I never use it. I only yeah. make phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and everyone hates me. No one wants to talk on the, the phone. Is it? Let's see here. Yeah, I'm not seeing see it. We got. But, um, yeah, I, I'm super, super pumped for this. Uh, I mean, Hellboy was even, I mean. Hellboy is really good. Great horror elements. Why are they, why are they changing? They're redirecting that too. What, you know, they're coming out with Oh, yeah, Hellboy. yeah, with, with David Harbour from... Stranger okay. Things. Okay. The new Hellboy. Um, That's right. He is uh, uh, Hooper, right? That's yes, his name. correct. Uh, Officer correct. Hooper. He's going right. to be... Uh, Even though Ron Perlman was the best. Yeah. He was a great Hellboy. Great Hellboy. So what happened there? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. The it's, Orphanage is good. You ever seen that? I love The Orphanage. That's good. He produced that, though. Yeah, that's right. It was a great director. I, I mean, if I... I'm By the... Weeks to come, my brain's going to start working, and I'm going to start remembering names. Yeah, figure it out. Yeah. Yes, Kronos. Kronos? Yeah, that was the name of the film. You should check that out. That's good stuff. Okay. 93. I don't know what... Uh, and I, th- I think also it has Ron Perlman. Yeah, it does. Oh, then... That's a good That makes film. a lot of sense. I think... Yeah, he he worked with him. It's it's a horror film, though. It's okay. good stuff. Yeah, that's that's early... Uh, 93? Yeah. Early Del Toro. You just really good I think you know even like Crimson Peak which also was marketed as a horror film all the tra- yeah. all the trailers right like that it is a gothic correct if you know whatever you want to call it, if you want to call it a ghost story or something like that you know but it's the, as long as you use the term gothic with it then it does then you shouldn't be confused when you go and see it <laughs> and like everybody was like it's boring right. it's a love story like, and it's like yes absolutely it's ghost, like yeah. yeah and it's like they expect all this like blood and violence and stuff and i mean yeah. it does have that but it's much more of not jumpy scary kind right. of thing right but I, I think people are maybe they're just coming around to him cuz i think a lot of people still even though if you've seen the shape of water yeah um romance yes but I think people were like, well, it's a monster film still. It's still yeah. a monster film. Yeah. Um, Which is silly to me. Yeah. See, because that doesn't work for me. That doesn't process in my brain. I don't pick up it was Shape a, of Water as a monster correct, film. Right, right, right. I it think was, it's a creature love story. Okay. You know, that, yeah. like, it, that's just, it doesn't, I don't know. I, I, wouldn't, I would never put like Cabin in the Woods and then be like, oh yeah, I also saw this horror film, Shape of Water. No. <laughs> right. You right. didn't. No. You didn't see a horror film <laughs> called Shape of Water. You know no, what I mean? No. Um, but uh yeah that's that's my thing about it at least you know yeah be i i wish that it was easier for i guess because we're film nerds mm-hmm. that's why we're like that mm. because right. a normal commercial is you know you're not going to get people in the seats making these very specific genre 
You're know? right. And, but yeah. that's why they just created a whole new stupid category right. in the Oscars. Exactly. Ugh. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think, um, well, just, let's just talk about stuff okay. that you have currently been watching. Okay. It doesn't need to be something new. It could be okay. anything. Cause I know I don't just watch stuff sure. that was sure. released. Okay. Um, uh, yesterday I watched the tragedy girls. Yeah. The other day. That yeah. was good. That was good. I, I enjoyed I it. I thought that was very fun. Yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah, kind of, uh, I don't know. I don't think there's a pop horror, but it kind of feels yeah, like sure. that's, um, um, dealing with a serial killer in 2017. Right. From the point of view of two high school girls yeah. who are trying dark, to get, <laughs> trying to get likes on Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, that's the whole thing. And that's great. That's literally what they're trying to do. They yeah. want to start killing people to get followers on their social media accounts. Correct. What's more, you know. A high schooler. That's exactly. That's something I know. And, and are crazy. I you think. Know. I mean, I can't speak for the filmmaker, but I mean, talk. This is going back to just talking about social horror, and there's something mm-hmm. terrible and horrific yeah. about yeah. people who are doing things to get likes. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I thought that was pretty genius. I, yeah, I enjoyed that film. What about you? You got one? Um, I uh, I have been watching, I've been kind of going back to just watch some stuff that I haven't seen in a long time. Like, for example, I just picked up The Burbs mm-hmm. on Blu-ray. Good. And I just absolutely love this film, Joe yeah. Dante. Um, Joe Dante? Joe Dante. Joe Dante. Joe Dante directed Oh, yes. yes I, thought, I thought you were saying some sort of uh, film. Some, I was like, Joe Dante. I was yeah, like, what is that? Joe Dante. That sounds like something I like. Um, it's a camera move. Yeah. Uh, yes. Joe Dante is <laughs> Joe Dante is, is the fantastic. man. Fantastic. And that movie is just even rewatching it is pretty perfect. Yeah. The, the the characters are, there's not a unlikable character in that film. Even the characters that you hate, the, I mean, the, they're, they're so likable. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty brilliant. Mm-hmm. Corey Feldman is just coming out in this point of his career was yeah. just kind of no longer the, the teenager kid. He's like the young adult, yes. which was very interesting. Yeah. And, uh, uh, th- I think the funniest thing about that film, though, just rewatching it, was you, you, um, go, go, goes back to the suburbs. This all goes back to the suburbs. Is that when I was a kid, or when I saw that film, I, I remember that movie taking place like down the. St- it could have been down the street sure. from, like, in a cul-de-sac down the street from my neighborhood. Absolutely. And going back, I think even the, the start of the film, it starts off where they sort of. They like they zoom in like from Earth like into like it looks like it's the Midwest. Yeah, and this is clearly rewatching it a lot on some some film lot in L.A. I'm sure a lot of people know this. I'm just catching on to it now, but you can see like some hills in the background. Yeah. We don't have those no. mountainous no sandy hills. Yeah. Um, but it still works. It it still works. Yeah, it's good as a Midwestern town. Tom Hanks was just is just the best. Yeah, we were just talking about this. The, uh, um, you know, because I love uh, Bruce, Bruce Dern. Dern. Bruce I love Dern. Bruce Dern in that. Probably wasn't. Uh, I'm. I don't know, but he wasn't probably supposed to be like your favorite character. <laughs> I'm pretty so sure funny. Tom Hanks is so funny. In Bruce that. Dern stole the show. Yeah, that role he he is amazing in it. But yeah, that's um yeah. So yeah, I just rewatched that, and I might have to rewatch it again. It's that funny. That's so this good. so this is interesting. So we're talking about. A movie that is a comedy. Right. But 
it's got horror elements. It's got sci-fi right. kind of yeah. whereabouts, you know, there's, there's death happening. Yeah. It, but you, you're right. Numbers. Cause I believe there are two genres. I believe there are horror comedies and yeah. there are comedies with some horror sure. in it. This is more of like the comedy horror, with not a, horror. not a straight up like, um, like a, even evil dead two is a horror comedy. Sure. It's, Army it's of darkness. Rooted in, what would you put that? Sci-fi? Uh, or does that, because that darkness, changes everything. Almost was, because it's so it's campy so at different. that point. It's almost so different. comedy horror. Yeah. Um, Evil Dead was, 2, though, is fantastic. Evil Dead 2? It's so oh, good. Yeah. It's yeah. So good. Uh, someone just put out a list recently of like the ultimate Cabin in the Wood films, yeah. and they did not have Evil Dead 2 as their number one film on there. And I kind of feel like the top two should have been Evil Dead 2 and then Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, I'm, there, there's a remake that I think was done well. Absolutely. I think that was done really well. By um, um, Fetty Alvarez, amazing director, who he then, pretty sure that's, yeah. He did um, Don't Breathe. Okay. Great okay. film that's also. with the blind uh, yeah. veteran. I had an issue with that movie. Okay. I did. I did have Please. a little bit of an now issue Now is the time to talk about it. Is it? Yeah. Now? All right. Yeah. You sure you want to say this till at least episode two? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we go into films that we have issues with? No, yeah, I think... I they, think... They, it totally... Like, I don't know if that's why it pisses me off, but it, like, totally flips on you mm-hmm. because immediately you're thinking, well, what the hell? These kids are the bad people. Right. They're the ones that are doing right. this, breaking into this person's house. They're trying to take advantage of a blind war vet. Yeah. But then... Sure. All of a sudden, there's this crazy. He has like a sex torture dungeon downstairs. <laughs> spoiler alert! And you're like, yeah, there sorry, no, alert. it's okay. But yeah, you know what I mean. I like, do, it, I it, do. It, I don't know what I, a, how I felt about that. I understand what you're saying. It's an interesting thing to do to try to get your villains who are. I mean, as as soon as the film starts, they're the main characters. You're um, supposed to be rooting for them, even though they didn't really give you a good reason of no, why they're doing there's this. No, so there's, there's no, like, not much development yeah, in Yeah, you character. shouldn't like them. Yeah. But they try to flip it onto you where they're, like, the victims. And I didn't. The whole time, I was like, I hope he kills them. <laughs> you see, they deserve... <laughs> I was like, I hope they make I a second one of these. Break into someone's he... house and steal their stuff, anything is probably well-deserved. <laughs> no, I, mean, but, I think yeah. that's what they're saying, though, is that I think they're saying, like, you never... You, you, know, don't, you don't know what's going on. This, you don't know what's going on behind yeah. someone else's door or right. in their basement, for that matter. Yeah. Sex dungeon. Sex dungeon. Or I um, think that's what it was. I'm not 100%, but I remember yeah. they're being messed up. Something about a child. Yeah. Yeah, he was messed up. Yeah. Um, I watched, uh, Hounds of Love. Have you seen this? No, I have not. Watch it. Yeah. Watch it. Absolutely. Okay. Everybody should check it out because I just found it. Um, I found it on, I think Hulu. It's on Hulu. Okay. Uh, Australian film. Ooh. Australian. Oh, uh, wait a minute. I have heard of this film. Really? I have heard Good. of it. It's a, uh, they kind of stole my, uh, an idea I was writing, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell it. Right. Yeah. Because I might, I might still. You are missing a journal. So actually, I think I sent you that script that I'm talking about. It's very similar to, if you remember a long time ago, I sent you, I think, okay. uh, like a, oh. like a script and yes. it's, it's like that. I see so what you're saying. Check now. it out. It's very like, uh, it's like a manipulation, mind manipulation film. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff, though. I think you should still make yours, though. I think it's going to be. Yeah, well, let's do it. That's the All next right. thing. All right. We might but yeah, check out, check out Hounds of Love. Hounds of Love. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also went back and rewatched a classic. Oh, um, Joe um, Bob Briggs. Is, am I saying that right? Why is my brain not working? Bob, that sounds so familiar. Um, one so you're, second. You're I better mean... with like, <laughs> production side of things. Uh, I'm, all, I'm all camera side. 
Uh, yeah. So it's it's Joe Bob. Um, Joe Bob Briggs returns. So basically, Shutter. If you don't have Shutter, everybody mm-hmm. get Shutter. Yeah. Um, brought back Joe Bob, who had uh, shows in the '90s, and he had sh- shows even before that. I think in the '80s. Um, but he's a host. He's a host, just like I was talking about earlier. Um, about you know, Rhonda Shear was a, a host, uh, like an Elvira who who would host uh, films, and Joe Bob was brought back for. Shutter had a movie marathon. Just uh, I think that was last month, and he hosted a movie twenty four hours of just awesome classic horror films, and he comments on it. And if you missed the um, marathon like I did, Shutter has now uploaded it, released it as episodes. Nice. So episode one is the classic um, film Tourist Trap. Okay. Which is I think it's seventy nine. Um, really great slasher film. Okay. Real classic. But the thing I loved about this was having Joe Bob, who I grew up with, um, Monster Vision. That's what I was trying to think of earlier. Well, okay. Again, my brain, I need to, I think I need to just take some vitamins, <laughs> vitamins, yeah. fix my brain. And Monster Vision was his, his show. And uh, now it's called Joe Bob's Last Drive-In because okay. drive-ins are sure drastically disappearing. But yeah, rewatch that. And then okay. there's a whole... Now it's like a season of all these films and with this comment, not like commentating underneath it, like they'll pop out and, and they'll, they'll comment almost like a commercial break. And it's just oh, okay. so much fun. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And he's hilarious and so knowledgeable. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have these moments like <laughs> I do of, uh, I'm going to get better. I'm going to, I'm going to do exercises for my brain. Yeah. Maybe do some crosswords. Sure. There you go. I'm not really big into Sudoku. No, Sudoku's. No. Sudoku's. Um, Sudoku. See, if I can't say it, I'm not going to do it. Good call. Good call. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to, to get, uh, to get better with my uh, recollection. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I, I watched those two films and I started Castle Rock on Hulu. How's that? Castle Rock is great. Yeah. It is so good. Um, it is not written by Stephen King, but it's set within his world. Sure. Um, even takes place in Maine. Right. And of there are a lot of amazing references, like just like some Cujo references, some um, oh, okay. Stand By Me references. And uh, it's really good. Okay. It's really good. I would recommend that as well. Um, yeah, I'll check it, it out. It comes out on Wednesday. That's really cool because that's the thing I miss about binging everything now is that Hulu will release stuff yeah. on a weekly schedule yeah and i also started catching up on preacher on amc amc's preacher in right. season two which there's a vampire character in there you okay do a right. pretty good job there right. but a lot of fun dark horror elements there as well and um yeah that's pretty much all i've watched uh i know there's a ton of new stuff on, on netflix so yeah there's tons. next week I'll there's have, so much stuff yeah there's it's, so much stuff yeah and all of it like by just like looking at the picture i'm like i don't know like, should, oh, I be, should I be watching something right. more worth my time? I know. But then I know. every once in a while you get, you know, you, what I watched uh, The Last Shift. Have you seen this? The Last Shift. Yeah. It actually freaked me out. Oh, the Last Shift. I was, I, feel... I was pissed that I was scared. I was mad that it freaked me out. It was about a uh, police station that is being shut down and this rookie girl gets... Uh, asked to watch the police station one more night before they like move everything over. Right. And, uh, they, it was, it's like a Manson family, uh, ghosts. They have like, it's like that kind of thing. It's like a demonic ritual going on in the 
police station oh, and all this fun. crazy shit's going on. Yeah. It scared me. Yeah. And I was mad about it because I, I was like, this, like... I was, the editing was bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting because that reminds me. Well, first of all, it kind of sounds like somebody tried to do like a new take on like assault from precinct uh, assault on precinct yeah. thirteen and did it like within, which mm-hmm. is kind of a fun um, take on it. I, I have not seen that. I, I might give it a shot if you're saying it, well, it scared you. It did um, a little bit. I was pissed. <laughs> but that that reminded me um, editing. It reminded me of that film I just watched, uh, Mom and Dad. Oh, right. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to. Yeah, Mom and Dad with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and I feel Selma like Blair. Nicolas Cage, in some of them, and I feel like Nicolas Cage brought it. Yeah. Amazing performance. Um, fun movie. I just had a little issue with the way how it was edited, but more like not the editing, but how it was told. I felt like there was some moments where you you want this action to be just driving forward through the whole film, but I feel like the way they, they tell it, there, there are a couple moments to kind of like, Drop, slow drop off, yeah, little drop off, slow down. Some some like flashback scenes, which mm. not a huge fan of flashbacks. Okay, um, I have to check it out. There, I said yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, that's all right. Uh, I don't feel bad, but yeah, I, I, if anything, like what you're just saying, um, just based off of, I noticed Netflix started like swapping out um, art for their films. Yeah, yeah. So now you'll be like, oh, that looks interesting. You're like, no, nice try, Netflix. You swapped out the picture. Yeah, yeah. Which is genius. It is genius. But if anything, Netflix has really made it easy for me to, and I never used to be, I've never walked out on a film. I've never gone to the movie theater and been like, nope, I'm done getting my money back. Yeah. I've always stayed for a film. But Netflix is kind of destroying that for me where I feel like the first five minutes don't got me, I'm out. Yeah, for sure. I'm out. I'm trying to um, think. I feel like I did once. I did walk out. You walked out on a yeah, movie? But I don't remember what. I don't remember yeah, why. I, I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, there are times I've wanted to, yeah. but you just really kind of like give them the benefit of the doubt and like maybe there's some yeah, amazing Hopefully twist. this is going to change. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully there's something there to save it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about all I've watched. Um, and I, I think that's, um, that's a good place for us to end. Yeah. What are we going to talk about next week? What should we talk about? Next week, we're going to take a, a look at, um, some of the I, I, just even before we started this, some um, more horror news came in. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming out, so there's definitely going to be some stuff to talk about of upcoming films and TV shows. I'd like okay. to talk about um, the new Purge TV series that's coming. Oh, okay, that's coming soon. I feel like that's coming. In. I can't believe it's almost September. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're getting into the uh, the Halloween season. Yeah. So Halloween season, hopefully. I think, has started. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm ready you, for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm, you know, we're recording this from Chicago. I'm kind of over summer. Yeah. If you're a horror fan, you probably don't like summer anyway. Um, Labor Day. After Labor Day, that's my, that was yeah. what I did as a kid. After once Labor Day was over, then I can do whatever I want yeah. to the house. Labor Day's over. You you out. break out your Halloween yeah. tree. Yeah. You yeah. pull the tree out of the <laughs> attic. It's disgusting. It's, yeah. it's a sick tree. It's messy. And there's some old it's pumpkins twisted. in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pumpkin spice is in everything now. Oh, it's, God. It's begun. It's begun. Um, I don't. I don't hate it. I don't. I mean, here's the thing: everything's got pumpkin spice in it, but it's only for like yeah. two months. Monster spell. Monster pulse. Brought to you by pumpkin. Spice. Pumpkin spice. Just yeah. just the spice. In just general. the spice. Not used. In yeah. <laughs> you can. You can put it in anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm pumped. You know what? I, you know what? I did think about what would be cool is one of these episodes, is if we did some sort of. If you're in the Chicagoland area. 
we do some sort of breakdown of like the best haunted houses. I don't know Ooh, if you're yeah, a big haunted house guy. Yeah. Um, I almost want to be forced to go see more. Yeah. Um, I've done Fright Fest like the last couple yeah. of years and there's like five or six uh, haunted or haunts. They're yes. not haunted houses. They're haunts. Haunts, yes. Um, yeah, maybe that could be an episode where okay. we just break down. Uh, all right. But uh, yeah, with um, with uh, with all of that, there's definitely uh, there's definitely stuff to talk about every week. Um, I'm thinking these episodes are going to be released on Fridays, so we record on Wednesday or Thursday, and these are up on Friday, so you'll get a new episode every Friday. Um, we've talked about adding adding maybe a video element Ooh. you don't know, so so um, you're definitely going to want to follow Monster Pulse on uh, Instagram. I created right. an account there uh, on Twitter at Monster Pulse. And um, you can go to seemonsters.tv, the website. It's S-E-E, monsters.tv. And there's uh, there'll be episodes hosted there. And uh, like I told you earlier, we've got an email. If you've got, like, suggestions, um, you want to tell me that my brain sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you want to yeah. tell me how I can make my brain better. You can email us at Monster Pulse Podcast. Don't send me any of that shit. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> well, this is why I'm not giving them my personal yeah, email. Yeah, good call. Address. Good call. Yeah. This is why I created a, a generic um, Gmail account so I can sign up for like restaurant appetizers. Yeah, so they're like, yeah that's can the your email? I'm that's like, a yes, good call. You can. Yes, yeah. you can have my email. And yes, I will be winning that awesome blossom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think... Uh, I think that's it for me. All right. Is yeah, there anything else you want to no, say I'm before spent. we sign off? I'm good. I had a great time. Yeah, me too. All right. You know, I'm, this is going to be huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> it's going to be great. Huge. Yeah. Um, great. Then we will yeah. see you we'll next see you week. see you all next week then. Take care. Bye. Bye.